This is the PR Pod, the podcast that brings you expert tips for working in PR and finding your niche. With your host, Brooke Burns. On this episode of the PR Pod, we'll be talking about managing an event and how to do so efficiently and successfully. I'm joined by Anna Stark and Tahira Matthews from Stark Matthews. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Thank you so much. So the purpose of this episode is a really deep dive into the organizational elements of managing an event. There's other episodes on the podcast dedicated to event locations, invitations and guest lists, etc. So this episode is really just about what you need to know to manage all of those elements effectively. When it comes to keeping on top of all the elements for an event, what kind of system do you guys use in terms of managing tasks and who's responsible for them? Number one thing we do is every single event has to have a central event manager. So that's one person that is across everything, every single minute detail, and then they delegate tasks. So you know that that person knows what's going on with every single element and everyone is reporting on into them. Further to that, what do we do is we have generally a timeline that we work through with our clients. So before the event even starts, we'll put together a timeline that will list every single, every single duty, every single task to do with the event prior to and even post and when that timing is going to fall. So that's somewhat of a work in progress document that everyone can work to. Further to that, we also have regular meetings internally, delegate tasks from that and check in. And do you use Excel for managing that or? Um, yeah, your... so we have usually what we call a Gantt chart and that kind of has the timeline and tasks associated with and when those tasks will be completed. And that way we can keep track of when things are supposed to happen and if they're done. Mm-hmm. If they happen earlier, great. If there's a delay, what what's the delay? Is the supplier holding you up? Whatever it may be. But that Excel sheet generally has the list of every task associated with the event and tracking of where we're at with it. We're talking very detailed. Yes. So create invite, brief designer, um, brief uh, printer, get invite back center client by stamps yeah exactly so we're talking very very detailed it's a big document it looks a bit ridiculous that you actually put that much detail into it it just ensures that nothing's missed and no one has to keep anything in their heads it's all there and it all ticked off and no one should have to remember any of this stuff no and if for whatever happens the central person that's managing the event if they all of a sudden become ill someone needs to jump in their spot and be able to know exactly where they're at with the event at any time you need to have these things in place you need to be updating that document absolutely that it needs to be updated to the minute yeah yeah totally um and the other document that you have and perhaps running at the same time is a run sheet um so tell us what is a run sheet for those people who aren't aware so a run sheet is uh, basically a document that explains what is going to happen on the day or the day before and the day after of the event and sort of whatever it may be, hour by hour or however you want to do it. It could be bumping as at this time, at this time is when the photographer arrives, at this time it just is the run of the day. Mm-hmm. And bumping refers, refers oh, yes. to when you actually get to a venue and start setting up. I know some people not in events don't actually use that term. I've encountered that before. And yeah. bump out is when you pack up at the end of an event. But basically hour by hour, how the day or the afternoon or however long it is, is going to run um, hour by hour, half an hour by half an hour, five minutes by five minutes, yeah. whatever you need to do in terms of making that event sequence work. Timing is everything when it comes to events. You need to start on time. You need to ensure you finish on time so that guests have an expectation and you meet that expectation. Mm. And that of- will be a really detailed, incredibly detailed document. For example, it might say that at 8.53, 
the caterer has come out. And you sound ridiculous saying 8.53 rather than 8.55, but that two minutes has a flow-on effect for when the presentation starts yes. and when guests need to leave and all those elements. So we make sure we make it super, super detailed. Mm. And then at the end of our run sheet, we always have a contact sheet, which has all of the suppliers and all of their details. So it will be all internally, our own team's um, names and phone numbers, but then your photographer's name and phone number, your caterer's name and phone number, your client's name and phone number, everything that you may need on the day in this one central document. And back to your point to hear, if someone is ill on the day, then they, they should be able to just pick up that document. Yep, absolutely. Pick up that document and run with it and know within reason how to execute that event and who's coming in and when they're coming yep. in. And... So the photographer's coming at 7am, the caterers are coming at 7.30am, etc., etc. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you put emergency details on there for hospitals? I've, I have had that before, um, not so much for my events, but I think there were slightly bigger events um, and they've had to have security you know, and hospitals and stuff on there. So yeah, absolutely. Depending on what type of event that you have, you'll have the corresponding things that may be required for a larger scale event. You would need details like that. For a sit-down lunch, you probably wouldn't need hospital details. It's highly unlikely and the venue would have access to that. Mm-hmm. If it would be an anomaly, but you do need to really think about what needs to be on there because if you're in the moment, Googling something is just not going to be quick enough. Or going through your emails and trying no, to find which, where you filed it. or How far in, adv- in advance of the event do you usually send that call sheet around and who would you send it around to? Um, so first of all, you'd send it to the client and make sure that they're happy with all of the timings in there and explain them to them. Sometimes they may not understand why they've got to pay a photographer for half an hour earlier than the event starts and you explain they need to take photos of the setup and all of those sorts of things. So you, the client would be the first person you send it to and then any stakeholders invo- involved in the event, any suppliers, um, you wouldn't send it to your guests, but all of the people otherwise to do with the event you would send it to. And usually just a day before or because really they don't tend to need to know when other people are coming in. It's just us who are centrally running the event who need to know all those details. But give them a little bit of a warning the day before so they have all the details should they need anything. And depending on how big your team is and how big the event is, it's quite likely they'll be delegating tasks out. So, yes, you may have been the central person organising stuff mm-hmm. and... and um, managing the elements but on the day you're not the person that's responsible for av um you know setting up and so when do you tend to bring those people on board that just have maybe have small sections they're responsible is that the generally they're part of it um internally within our own team throughout the process of organizing the event so even if they're not the central organizer event they will have helped in different areas and they will have attended all of our internal meetings about the event and our client meetings generally as well um But in saying that at the actual event, we always tell our team to go and introduce themselves to everyone there because it may be that they've just been speaking with a certain person from your team. You want to make sure that because there's coming and going so many people, if there's um, an AV person who they can't find a switch or something, they know that I'm on the team as well. So they can come and talk to me Mm -hmm. if they can't find their delegated person who they would normally deal with on the day. Mm. And that reminds me a good point about supplies. It, It can often be that you touch base and you, and you lock in your catering a month in advance or your AB three weeks in advance or eight weeks in advance. 
Um, so it's really important to check back in with those people yep. a couple of days before yep. the event just to reconfirm the details, yes. clarify the timings, make sure they haven't made a double booking. Yeah, uh, better to, I mean, even three days out from event is difficult and challenging to perhaps work around, but it's way better than on the day of the event. And reiterate any um, information that is pertinent to the event. It could be that there'd been a misunderstanding along the way. So just confirming that you're arriving at this time with this equipment or whatever it may be so that they can go, oh, actually I'd missed that you needed two LCD yes. screens. Cool. Okay. Got it. Yeah, now. absolutely. And that's another thing for the call sheet is an access to the venue. There may be a loading dock, but yep. you can only park yes. there for 15 minutes. So yeah, all those need to organize a pass or there is no parking on the street. So you're going to have to drop things off and have someone, you know, so it's all those kind of things are really important. And what suppliers. we'll do internally, probably two to three days before the event is we'll have a meeting, um, and bring in the person who's looking after the event, the team who are working on it, and we'll fire questions at each other. So have you booked the catering? Have you thought about knives and forks? Do you have chairs for everyone? Have you got napkins? Every single thing you can possibly think of, which may be reiterating things that they've done, and of course they've done it, but worst case scenario is to have something not happen then rather than go over it and just make sure. Mm. On that, have you been involved with any events where you have had last minute issues, whether it's been a couple of days before or the day of an event? Unfortunately, yes. (laughs) I think that is the nature that you think of events that things can happen outside of your control. And we try to work with suppliers that we have worked with several times before so we know what they're like but sometimes when you supply they can let you down on the day and you do have to be nimble and act quick and make things happen yeah so a few kind of jumped to mind thankfully this wasn't mine because it gives me quite a bit of stress telling this story (laughs) however i was working on an event with my team the event manager was managing all those elements she's great she'd been doing it a lot of times we used regular suppliers one of those suppliers being our av supplier so that's people like the microphones, screens for presentation, uh, speakers, that sort of thing. Quite important in our industry, particularly because most of our clients and events will have a presentation. That's kind of the central point for why you're there to learn about the new product. Um, We got to the day she had on the run sheet that the AV was coming, everything was normal. Then it got to whatever the time it was that they were meant to arrive. This happened to be a breakfast event, so it was early in the morning. It got to 730, 730, 7.30, 7.40, the AV still hadn't arrived. We started to ask questions, why are people running late? And she had this sudden realisation that she thought she'd talk to the AV because she talks to them so regularly and had talked about previous events, but she just hadn't booked them. So we had an event starting in an hour with no AV. We had to make the client feel who was attending soon, like everything was running smoothly, (laughs) no issues, but also turn that around super quickly. What we'll say there is we had really strong relationships with our AV. So we were able to call them at 7.30 in the morning and say, you need to be here. This is life or death situation. And that goes back to suppliers and having a really strong relationship and people that you can rely on. So Mm. with events, we'd always recommend if it works, using the same people and having that really strong relationship. They're more likely to do you a favour, aren't they? Absolutely. If you call someone up and say, I've never met you before, but I need you to do this big favour and make this happen really quickly for me. It's going to be harder to get that across the line if you're like, hi, look, this has happened. And Mm -hmm. they'll be like, got it, cool. 
I'm on my way. Yeah. No, client, none the wiser. So. Yeah. yeah. I think as an event manager, if you have delegated some of those sections out to other teams, so you're in charge of catering, you're in charge of AV, it is completely fine to you to say, just I want to clarify, you have spoken to the catering, you yeah, have spoken absolutely. to AV. Um, you know, not so much as show me the email that proves that you have, but it just might jog their memory to go, oh my God, I was mentioning that last and week like and I have said with, you know, aspiring questions, have you thought of this? Have you thought of this? It's so much better to do that and someone perhaps think, oh, I haven't done that. Quick, better get that done than actually not do that to fear to upset someone thinking yes, we don't trust exactly. you. It's not testing people. No, no. It's just Absolutely. working out what the worst case scenario could be and avoiding that. Mm. Okay, so when it comes to the actual day of the event, what tips do you have for that main person that's responsible or for anyone that's going to be, I guess, down on, on the event site for the majority of the time? Um, allocation of tasks is a good one. So making sure that everyone knows what their roles are at the event. Okay, you are managing the guest list and the door. You are going to be making sure the client's happy with the little details. You're going to be helping this supplier, that sort of thing. If everyone knows their roles, um, people aren't just standing around going, what can I do? What can I do? And actually or, not doing anything. And nor are you assuming that well, people you should be responsible Absolutely. For and mm. telling people prior. So you, they don't arrive and come to you and say, now what do I do? They know as soon as they get in the door, their first task is to unpack product, talk to the photographer, whatever they tend to be managing so everyone can get on with what they need to do and it's a quick process. Prior to that, we would say try and get a good night's sleep. I think we discussed this <laughs> yeah. offline just before. Yeah. Um, but also try and have something to eat. So yes. often you are on your feet, you're running around, you're managing things. You often don't get a chance to sit down for a second or if you, know, you have an event that takes a long time to set up, bump in. Um, there might be a long period of time where you're not eating. You think you might get a chance, but something's delayed. Try and have something to eat before um, you get started. Mm. Have some protein bars or a banana. Exactly. Or have a snack you. on you that's Bring super easy to eat yep. on, yeah. while you're running around. Mm. Um, something like that. And have charges. If yes. you've got phone, laptop, uh, whatever it may be. Have a power bank maybe. If you are around, walking around a lot and you're not going to be sitting down next to um, – an electrical point where you can plug something in, have a power bank there that you can just plug your phone into. Absolutely. We also will generally have printed copies of things like yeah. run schedules and invite lists. Even if we plan on using an iPad or a computer or whatever technology to um, run the event, just because it might be that your USB doesn't work yes. or there's an internet black hole at the venue in the room where you would be inviting guests into, whatever it may be, you need a backup. So having that printed copy just allows for that um, and just gives you that uh, backup I guess. Mm. I'd also say have um, AV attend early. Yes. AV is the one thing that I would say we've had close calls with a number of times. So the video doesn't play, the sound isn't working through the speakers, the whatever it might be. We work on a Mac and they have a PC. So get them there early, test everything, bring so many backups of every <laughs> single presentation any way you possibly can. Um, and make sure it's working before the client gets there as well because that's also a really, really bad sticking point with the client because generally in our case, they're the one who are presenting. Mm. Do you have like a little event kit of bits and bobs that you yes. take to events? What's so in this it? Is, this is our toolkit and this is the one thing that is so, so important. And it basically has all the little things that you may need. So it will have blue tack it'll have scissors it'll have a stanley knife it will have measuring tape it will have mints it will have all the little things that you might need scissors, texters 
uh, fishing wire, like we have everything. It's Electrical taken years table. to hone that yes. toolkit. <laughs> but basically you just grab that toolkit and know that if something you just need, it's going to be in that kit. It is so vital mm. for any event manager to have this central toolkit. Also always check it before the event. Yes. We have one that has everything you need in it. But if it's been a month since our last event and someone's gone, oh, I can't find my Stanley knife. I'm just going to grab the one from the toolkit. And then you have a thousand boxes you need to open mm-hmm. and your Stanley knife is missing. You're yes. going to be pretty crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. So double check it the day before, two days before, a week out and make sure you replenish anything that mm. needs to be in there. But mints is a really important one because often you may have either cough, coffee breath or hunger breath. <laughs> you don't want to be breathing that on your guests. <laughs> um, I think be mindful that people are going to be shooting questions at you constantly. Suppliers yes. will be asking, where should I be setting up or where yep. should I park? Or they haven't read the call sheet or your team members that are just double checking information. Yes. And it's people are doing it because they, uh, they feel responsible for whatever their task or element is. So it will be very annoying, but you just have to be mindful that throughout the day, people will be coming up to you and you've got to allow time to be able to speak to them. Absolutely. And the worst thing would be if you were, you brush them off because you think you're too busy with something else and a major mistake happens because you just haven't taken time to have yes. that two minute conversation. Absolutely. Um, and the other thing I would probably recommend is to look ahead, you know, so you've got the call sheet in front of you on the day. Um, you know, someone's responsible for AV and that's in 15 minutes time. I'd be going to check with that person and say, just, just making sure everything's fine. It could be that they were having a chat to a media and they've totally forgotten that they're responsible for doing something in three minutes time and they haven't Mm -hmm. you know so it's it's about i think looking ahead constantly isn't just double checking and not micromanaging in a way that people feel annoyed but just in a way that reminds them that you're present and this everyone has to work together yeah absolutely and i think in our experience anyway a lot of our team love to work on events which is a great thing because we always generally tend to have quite a few of our team at the events in saying that we're very much behind the scenes we're not standing around it doesn't feel like there's a lot of us there but it may be that you have a really hot day and you have a beautiful display of drinks and the ice is melting you need someone to be able to jump in their car and run out and grab some more ice if that's happening or it may be that the client has decided that they don't like this vase and they want something else and you need to perhaps run out and see what you can do to make that happen to fulfill that need and so you may think that there feels like there's a few extra people there that don't need to but they'll get utilized yeah i think that's a good point isn't it you know making sure you've got someone there maybe rephrase that it's important to make sure that although everyone has tasks they're responsible for that there is someone that's perhaps got a less task that is available to a run up almost person. exactly and yeah and myself we're more than happy to be that yes. person if that job needs to be done we will jump in our car and we will do that to make that happen yeah mm-hmm. most recent event, event hotter than we expected in the car get some sunscreen straight away yeah. yes yeah okay so once that event is over your work hasn't finished no. i mean no. what are the other things that you should be um mindful that you'll be responsible for um firstly i guess I think when people think an event is over when guests leave, but there is a huge job to be done in terms of what we call bump out, finishing the event, packing up. If you have a venue, you need to leave it like you found it. You need to make sure that you take everything with you, that all the products have been removed, all the props have been removed. Um, some cases, even the floor is swept. Um, so definitely that bump out process needs to be quite seamless. It needs to be done in a really timely manner. Um, but then the big job is the next day following up. 
um, thanking people for coming to the event. Um, and then depending on what type of event it is, it'll be securing coverage afterwards as yeah. well. If it is a product event or a restaurant open, you want to ensure people are writing about it. So providing them with further information that will help them do their job. Mm. Invoices as well or something, you know, people, they may have, you may have had to pay up front, you may have paid a 50% deposit, yeah. but following those up because again especially if your client is um needing those invoices to pay or you're paying on behalf of yep. the client etc so it's those little admin things and um thanking suppliers as we yeah. said having great suppliers really does benefit you when you go and do um additional events in the future if you just say thanks that was a really great job and you made my life easier people really appreciate that mm. yes i completely agree with you there Okay, that's wonderful, ladies. Thank you so much. I think there's a lot of great tips in there. So thanks for sharing your event experience. Thank you. And if you're enjoying the podcast and listening via Apple Podcasts or iTunes, I'd appreciate a quick rating and review. Thanks for listening to the PR Pod. For more expert tips on working in PR, head to www.theprpod.com.